This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that believes there's no time like the present to learn about the past. I'm Gabe Luzier, and in this episode, we're looking at the tragic tale of Shoichi Yokoi, a Japanese soldier whose tour of duty lasted decades longer than the war itself. The day was January 24th, 1972. A former soldier in the Japanese Imperial Army was discovered hiding in the jungles of Guam, unaware that World War II had ended nearly three decades earlier. His name was Shoichi Yukoi, a 57-year-old Lance Corporal who had survived in the wild without detection for 28 years. He was finally found when a group of local hunters stumbled upon his hiding spot by accident. Frightened by the sight of other humans after years of isolation, Yokoi tried to grab one of the hunter's rifles, but in his weakened condition, he was easily overpowered. The most troubling aspect of his capture was that Yokoi still believed his life was in danger and that he was actually being taken as a prisoner of war, a fate he considered shameful and far worse than death. As he was led away through the jungle, he reportedly begged his puzzled captors to show mercy by killing him then and there. The 200-square-mile island of Guam is located in the western Pacific Ocean, about 1,500 miles south of Tokyo. It became a U.S. territory in 1898, following the end of the Spanish-American War. In 1941, Japanese forces attacked and captured the island. After three years of Japanese occupation, the U.S. retook Guam in July of 1944, and it was at that time that Yokoi became separated from the retreating Japanese soldiers. Rather than face the dishonor of surrendering to the Americans, Yokoi fled into the jungle and went into hiding with a group of his fellow soldiers. A year later, the war came to an end, but getting the word out to Japanese soldiers stationed in remote areas was no easy task. They had been trained to be wary of propaganda that sought to break their spirits, and as a result, those who heard that the fighting was over weren't inclined to believe the news. Within a few years of hiding, the number of Japanese holdouts on the island of Guam was reduced to just a few dozen. During this time, Yokoi and the others in his platoon took great care to avoid detection. They swept away their footprints as they moved through the brush and survived by killing and eating the locals' cattle. In the early years, they remained convinced that their comrades would eventually return for them, but as time went on, they gradually lost hope and withdrew deeper into the dense island interior to avoid being spotted by U.S. patrols and local hunters. Now completely cut off from civilization, the men survived on a diet of rats, fruit, venomous toads, and river eels. In 1964, Yokoi's last two surviving companions drowned in a flood, and he found himself completely alone, 
the last holdout of a war that was long since over. For his last eight years in hiding, Yokoi drew upon the skills from his pre-war life as a tailor. He wove himself clothes made from burlap sacks, plant fibers, and other materials he found scattered in the jungle. He also made a trap from reeds so that he could catch eels, which he cooked over fires that he made by rubbing sticks. For shelter, Yokoi dug himself an underground cave, which he fortified with bamboo canes and reeds. He routinely bathed in the Talofofo River to prevent infections, but despite his best efforts, he eventually got desperately ill. He kept memoirs during his hiding, and an entry during his bout with sickness reveals the fear and desperation that he grappled with on a daily basis. It reads, quote, No, I cannot die here. I cannot expose my corpse to the enemy. I must go back to my hole to die. I have so far managed to survive, but all is coming to nothing now. Finally, on January 24, 1972, Yokoi was discovered by two local hunters who were out checking their shrimp traps along the river near Yokoi's cave. He was the final Japanese straggler to be found on Guam, and the third from last to be discovered in the Pacific. Following his apprehension, he was taken to a hospital in Guam and treated from malnourishment and minor injuries. Officials from the Japanese government met him on the island, and two weeks later, Yokoi returned to his homeland after nearly 30 years. He arrived in Tokyo to a crowd of 5,000 people, all of whom applauded his loyalty and unwillingness to surrender. He was interviewed on radio and television, where he revealed that he'd actually known the war was over since 1952, but had feared the disgrace of surrendering, as well as the possibility of being tortured by his captors. The former soldier had difficulty adjusting to life in post-war Japan, and didn't enjoy his newfound media stardom either. He later remarked through an interpreter, quote, I wish I didn't cause so much trouble to everyone. I should have just stayed in my cave until I died. Over time, a strange sort of nostalgia set in for Yokoi. Before he passed away in 1997, he returned to Guam several times throughout the remainder of his life, including for his honeymoon. The cave where he lived is now part of the Talofofo Falls Resort Park, a site that primarily caters to Japanese tourists who still harbor a deep admiration for Yokoi. Some of his possessions from his many years in the jungle are still on display at the Guam Museum in Agana. Among them are his eel traps, his handcrafted survival tools, and his threadbare uniform. The humble legacy of a soldier who never truly made it home. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you have a second and you're so inclined, consider following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. You can also rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, that's always appreciated. And you can write to us at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thanks to you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. Thank you.
For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.